Let us hear the word of the Lord from James 5:17-11. Be patient therefore beloved until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call, <clears throat> bless those uh, who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, choir, for the beautiful uh, anthem. <clears throat> It is easy to talk about being patient, but it is very hard to practice it. We know very well that nothing in the world can be mastered without patience. Nothing can be done easily. To achieve anything good, we go through many hardships and pain and difficulties, and also we experience a lot of failures. And, and only after many failures, we achieve just a little bit of what we really want to achieve. But just a fraction of it, uh, we achieve it. But even to achieve that, it takes so much patience and so much failure, so many failures and uh, hardships. So <clears throat> this is a painful process in, uh, to do things uh, to uh, mastery, and that's why we need uh, patience. Uh, there is, used to be a very interesting visa commercial. Uh, I don't see that a anymore. A father is watching a son playing with this board, and then he writes, the boy writes something, and then he shakes it, and then the letter is gone, and he writes again. I think, I don't know what it's called, that little uh, uh, tablet. You write something, and then shake it, and it's gone, and it writes again. And the father says, hmm. And he goes to his uh, refrigerator, and then he sees uh, his uh, bill statement. And he takes it, and he shakes it. And everything becomes uh, zero. And then he smiles. And <clears throat> the uh, commercial said, uh, if life is like that, you don't need visa. But for everything else, you need visa. <laughs> I mean, how nice it will be if our life is that easy uh, as portrayed in the commercial. Uh, but when I really think about it, I may get bored if life is like that. If I can get anything I want just like they uh, immediately, then I'll get bored. Life is challenging because there are things in life we can never master. If there were a pen that produces sermon just like that, whenever I use it, sermon just comes out, then it'll be really, it doesn't matter how much, thousand, ten thousand, I'll buy it. Life will be so, so much easier uh, that way. But come to think of it, if I have that pen, my life may be quite boring. The challenge, we need these challenges. 
These challenges give us something to work for and something to pursue. That's what makes our life exciting. There's something that you cannot just master, something that you cannot just achieve. That's why you're working so, you're working so hard, but still you don't get it. And that process itself gives us a little bit of meaning of life. Spiritual life is more exciting because it is hard to master, because it's challenging. Spiritual life is very challenging, and it's hard to master. Maybe there's, nothing, uh, there's no such thing as mastering spiritual life. That's why spiritual life is so exciting. Spiritual, spir, spirituality always takes us beyond our comfort zone. Spirituality takes us always beyond what we can do easily. So it is very important to be patient in cultivating a spiritual life. Like, like the farmer who patiently waits for the rain to fall after they planted the seeds. We have to learn to patiently wait for the spiritual change after we put so much effort into it. Israelites had to learn this patience uh, in the wilderness for 40 years. Maybe that's why God left them there, to teach them what patience is all about. For 40 years, they had to wait. And then the early Christians, because of their persecution, they experienced tremendous persecution in the beginning, and they had to wait. They always called Maranatha, come, O Lord. That's what it means. And they waited and persevered through all that persecution. I mean, it's not that it wasn't their choice. Their environment kind of demanded that from them, almost forced them to be patient. Sometimes, you know, patience you cannot choose. Uh, our situation, our environment, our life circumstances just force us or demand us just to be patient. And the early Christians, because they experienced that tremendous persecution, probably they built a muscle, spiritual muscle, muscle of faith. Maybe that's why we still have Christianity after 2,000 years later. If the Christianity was established very easily, in the beginning, probably we may not even have Christianity now. But in the, right in the beginning, they went through so much persecution and hardship. They built a strong spirituality in the process. So that is a blessing in disguise. It is hard to take it when it comes. But once you go through it, you become stronger. So it is a blessing in disguise. We may prefer easy and comfortable life. Who doesn't? But let me tell you, be careful. When your life is too easy and too comfortable, I want to say to be careful. Because you may lose purpose of living. You may lose life itself. You may wonder, what is this? Is it all about life? Just eating well and living well? Is that it? Sometimes 
you may get totally disappointed and disillusioned about your life. Faith grows on suffering and struggle. The best food for faith is struggle and suffering. People want to grow fast. And when they want to grow fast, hardships, struggle, and suffering seem like only hindrance that slows down your growth. But let me tell you, if you change fast, you change fast. You change something, you're back to zero fast. Nothing changes fast. Real change takes time. Real growth happens one step at a time. I believe in the power of doing little things every day. I think that it has tremendous power. If you can do something every day, and I think there you will see the power of that little thing that you do every day. Ancient Roman poet Ovid said, Dripping water hollows out stone, not through force, but through persistence. Even water can make a hole in the rock when it comes down continuously. Chinese has their uh, word too. So I memorized, but I forgot now. So I, <laughs> I said it in the KSM service, and they said, wow. How did you know? Of course, Google. <laughs> you can't get anything from Google except sermon. <laughs> you know, faith is very simple. I believe that faith is a good habit. That's what faith is. Good habit. Faith doesn't happen overnight. You can never have faith if you don't have a habit, if you don't have a spiritual habit, doesn't matter how long you've uh, been to church, you can never have faith. Faith is a good habit. Many years of spiritual practices produce faith as a result. And habit is very powerful. You don't become an alcoholic by one binge drinking. But if you repeat heavy drinking every day, every night, it becomes a habit, and the habit controls you. And good habit is also the uh, same. Good habit is very powerful. You know Stephen King, uh, who write mostly horror uh, books. I don't read his books uh, much, but one book that he wrote is just beautiful book. It's made into movie. Shawshank Redemption. I'm sure some of you uh, watched that movie. Beautiful movie if you didn't watch it. Uh, but uh, Stephen King wrote that book. And he said he writes every day. Not a single day he misses. He writes every day including his birthday and holidays. He has a quota. Every day, 2,000 words. 
Until he writes 2,000 words, he, didn't, he doesn't stop his pen. He uses a, a, a waterman fountain pen. And he said, it's the best word process in the world. <laughs> the waterman, I have that too. I, I like it. But he writes everything. Mark Twain uh, uh, said the same thing. The good habit makes a good writer. Being patient doesn't mean that you don't do anything and just wait. Being patient is you're doing something, believing that you're doing something worthwhile, and then you believe that someday that will bring it, bring the result. So you patiently keep doing it. That's what waiting is. Waiting is not just sitting down doing nothing. Waiting is you wait for the result because you believe that this is good and you wait for the result and continuously do little things over and over and over again even though you don't see the result right away. That's what waiting is. If there's one thing that you want to do in your life, put that in your daily schedule. Just don't, just, just don't say that I want it. If you really want it, put that in your daily schedule. Anger is a problem. You really want to be free from that anger? Put that in, in daily schedule. Complaint is a problem? Then put that in daily schedule. For example, write a Thanksgiving journal every day. Okay, from today, I'm going to write five items that I'm thankful for. Every day, you write down why you're thankful for. You keep doing that, and your complaint will disappear. Someday, you'll be a thankful person. Today is the last Sunday of November already. And next Sunday, we'll enter into the last month of uh, this year. And then from January, you will have a new resolution. Uh, but start now. January is too late. Think about what you want to achieve in 2018. And prepare yourself from now and start it. And then if you're successful this year in 2018, then next year, 2019, add another habit. So every year, add one habit at a time. You, what you want to do, what is really important to you. Your life will change. <clears throat> I really enjoy TBS uh, Tuesday Bible study, and uh, they're writing uh, these days. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, what we do is uh, different uh, the, from other Bible studies. One week, I go and teach, uh, and then week after, they gather together with the computer. They sit down, and they actually write about their life from what they studied. For, for example, Job, first chapter, 
about running away. And then next uh, uh, week, they come together and they write about their life of running away. In the beginning, you know, they're, ah, it's too much and I don't like to do it. But now after four weeks, my goodness, the depth of their writing. They're going to be all writers. It's really deep and very, very interesting uh, as they do that. Habit is scary. You can build good habit, good spiritual habit, and your life will be much more uh, joyful, enjoyable, and then you will enjoy it. Let us sing together.